Hey friends, before we get the show started, I want to let you know that this Saturday, July 3rd, I'm going to be in Los Angeles, California for the first uh, the first stop on the Wonder Fully Made Tour. A really phenomenal, exciting experience that I hope you'll come for. Uh, at this stop, we have my best friend in the whole world, Reverend Sarah Heath, my good Judy's from the internet, Brenda Marie Davies, Joe Lumen, and Grace Baldridge. So, Get your tickets now. There are less than 70 seats left in the space. And once they are gone, they are gone, point blank period, because I can't host more than I can host. Got it? So please get your tickets at thekevingarcia.com slash tour. Click on the LA. And it's a sliding scale from $33 to $111. So it's um a lot of people can attend. You've got no reason not to. We'll see you in Pasadena this Saturday for Wonderfully Made. Now, let's get into the show. Hi there, you're listening to a special episode of A Tiny Revolution in partnership with Beloved Arise, the only youth group for LGBTQ youth of faith the world over. This past month, they released their new project called Serenade, Songs for the Beloved, Volume 1, featuring queer artists and allied artists from the world over as a love letter to queer youth of faith. It is seriously one of the most beautiful things I have heard in a long time. Regardless of what you believe or how you believe, it's just phenomenal. And I'm so excited to have the final podcast in this series coming with to you today. Um, I'm talking with my friend and internet buddy, Corey Kilgannon, um, who wrote an amazing song on the album. And I also want to share that um, if you are around Wednesday night at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I am going to be live on YouTube and on Twitch and on Facebook, uh, both on my accounts and on the Beloved Arise accounts for the Serenade um, Queer Youth of Faith Day live stream show extravaganza, darling. Um, it's a free event. You can go to thekevingarcia.com uh, to get all the information or just go to like the link in my bio. Uh, to be there. It's going to be me and Grace and a bunch of other friends playing some music, talking about queer youth of faith and shit. It's just going to be an amazing time that you're not going to want to miss, especially if you are someone who has queer youth in your life. You're going to want them to be there because we are celebrating them. We are talking with queer youth from Beloved Arise. It's just going to be an actual, uh, just a firestorm of beauty and wonder. And I cannot wait for you to come be a part of it. Uh, yeah, so with all that, you know, make sure you go to belovedarise.org slash serenade to learn more about the album and go stream it on all of the platforms right now. And I do want to say a huge thank you to Beloved Arise for helping make the, making this podcast series possible through sponsoring these episodes during Pride Month. Thank you so much. You are amazing and it is a joy to partner with you. So with that, let's get into the show. This is my conversation with my friend, Corey Kilgannon. Sure. Um, you know, everyone's vaccinated and we're having a good time. So, like, what do you do, Corey? What's your thing? Um, I mean, I, I, I guess I would just say songwriter, musician. I don't, I don't know. The whole uh, journey of learning to love making songs again has been removing identity from it and letting it just mm. be like surfing or anything else. It's, it's, a, it's a thing I know how to do, but um, I love my cats. You know, I'm like a cat yes. guy. I'm anything else, but um, cat dad. Actually, I'm a little worried because it's stormy today, and they're out running around. I can't find them. They'll, they'll come home. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm a writer, and uh, a lot of things through songs and, and poetry. And um, I started sharing it 
when I was in high school, and it's not something I can walk away from as much yeah. as I've explored the idea of not doing it anymore. It's like I think being a creative is like you kind of have to like surrender yourself to Mm -hmm. the process. You have to allow yourself to be, uh, just give yourself to it because otherwise you're going to have a lot less fun. That's for damn sure. Yes. Yeah. And just having that healthy relationship. I mean, so like that to say, I was saying I moved to Florida, like the chance to stop to be home and to like look yourself in the eye was really, really beautiful for me and helped me. Change. I mean, my whole life is completely different than it was at the beginning of this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot, most, so much for better, you know, just took right. the time to examine the creative process and examine what goes into it and what comes out of it and, and how to be healthy. And, uh, have you heard of the book, The Artist's Way, by any chance? Of course. Artist's Way and me oh, go back yeah, to age go. 16. We go way, way back. Good for you. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm two times through and it's like, I just can't, you know, just I don't know, taking the time to heal. And like I said, I'm already a fan of your stuff because I, oh, I grew shit. up in the church and in the South and I was a worship leader and all that. So like, um, yeah, just, I mean, after that, I had a, had a very like traumatic and extreme several experiences that sort of led me away from the faith. And like, you know, mm-hmm. you just float around in the void for a while and read a bunch of books and slowly whatever that sort of all yearning for. So Mm -hmm. um, do you mind if I like poke around in there a little bit? Because I'd love to know, like, so you, uh, you know, you come from, like you said, worship leader background. Like we both come from that. Um, when was, uh, when did your like sort of like deconstruction of all those things? What was the first thing that was like, all right, something's not right here. Um, so, I mean, like anybody that goes through that, I think there was, there was little things throughout the whole thing that I was like, I don't know. Like I'm, right. I'm told I should believe all these people are going to hell, but like I can't wrap my head around that little things like that. Um, but then my, my parents got divorced right when I went to college and they were like, we were the classic mm. like Christian family. They volunteered. I did worship, you know, like it just, Same. when I look back, it was obvious that it was coming, but at the time completely blindsided, you know, mm-hmm. it just didn't make any sense. It didn't seem possible. Um, so that shattered, like, and the people who fed you this story your whole life, when they uh, don't seem to be living up to it, it's like, well, it, that that put a big damper in it. But I, I you know, go back and read. It's like I can see myself deconstructing, but I'm still like deconstructing towards, I'm or towards God. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like I'm punishing myself for losing uh, faith almost, and then. Um, a loved one passed away a few years mm-hmm. later, just suddenly a heart issue. And uh, that was like the, the fun, the straw that was like, it's just, there's nothing. This is not, you mm-hmm. know. Because I think that uh, the evangelicalism that we grow, grew up with kind of taught us how to uh, manage our behaviors, manage our mm-hmm. feelings, but not really how to deal with suffering. Or like, what does it mean? Right. To say that God is the God who raises somebody from the dead, but like my loved right. one dies of a heart attack, and I don't get any second right. chances. Right. Yeah. It, so that was. I mean, that's that's the. You know, there's a million things along the way to sure. but like big ones where where the ground kind of breaks out from under you and you fall, and uh, uh, you know, I would I would trade it for it to have him back, but also like the experience of 
going through it and, and um, softening to it and learning and um, raging against it, all, all of the responses, um, you know, I just full circle years later, such a strange and beautiful faith that is my own and I don't need to share it. I don't need to, you know, I don't need to explain it. I try to, and I like to help other people along the way and whatever, but I'm still kind of in the middle of it, you know? Mm -hmm. I think that's the recognition that we all need to have is that we're always only ever in the middle of it. We're only ever right here always. Right. Right. I love that. And to recognize that in reality, uh, you know, the world, like, you know, or like, you know, I don't like saying the world because it feels like, you know, like when you're evangelicals, it's like, so let me say, um, the system, the patriarchy, Mm -hmm. the bullshit, once, (laughs) you know, once, because I think that's really what we were talking about, you know, as like, when we were, at least for me, when I was a fundy, and I would say, the world tells you, because like, it's not the world telling you that, it's a system that's in place, because the world is made up of people, and people have a lot, it's a different opinion. It's, right. And I think that, um, anyways, let me not get sidetracked and go on a thing because I want to talk about this album, obviously, because yeah, that's why we're here. We could probably talk for hours. And yeah. Fast, so, uh, Serenade, the album's coming out yeah. June 5th. Um, you have a track on there. Tell me about it. It's, first of all, it is so cute. I love oh, your thanks. track. And I say cute specifically because I anything that reminds me of my childhood, like very like country folk vibes. It just takes me back. So talk to me about, A, how did you get involved with this project? B, yeah. why this song? Sure. Um, well, the, I got involved just with Kyle and Greta of Towers. Um, we were related, related artists on Spotify, and it was three years ago now. They, like, DM'd me, like, hey, let's play some shows or whatever. We'd love to have you come open in Arizona. Cool. We were kind of, you know, like the same level on Spotify and everything. And when I go on tour, I play for like 20 people. I don't know. I just have good systems in place to like get shows going for some reason. And so I have very low expectation. They just had a lovely, like big audience every night. Like they just built such a cool um, community around what they do. I think it's really, really neat. So we became fast friends and like, um, I just love them some stuff now and he reached out I mean we have a lot of conversations about faith and about um, just different perspectives and everything and uh, reached out about this album and I I had to really think about it you know I I felt I made an album called As Above So Below a couple years ago that was a um, Mm. pretty direct protest record of uh, Donald it's very feminist it's very a Christian you know white yeah. male exploring and in, in, in taking the shell down and uh, I heard a great quote recently about how like the young writer and the young artist is able to like be scathing towards the world and not see themselves as a part of the problem you know mm-hmm. what I mean I feel like I'm yes, yes, transitioning yes. out of that lately and seeing my role in all these systems but so that to say like I'm white I'm straight all these things they asked me to do the song and what do I have? Like, it shouldn't be my perspective. Like, I, they don't need my opinion or my my light on the subject. I'm. I just need to learn. I need to continue to immerse in it. Um, so I thought about it, and then that song just kind of came pouring out one morning um, of of my perspective being like, yeah, I was raised like to believe this was wrong. I was raised to be afraid of 
transgender people. I was raised to not know how to speak to and, and, you know, in this little white bubble and like, I'm still protect, you know, I, I, it, it's a lifelong journey to step out of that bubble. It's like the song came out and you're like, I like that you said it's cute and sweet. Cause I just, I don't have perspective on the heaviness of how hard that journey is for the people that do experience mm-hmm. that. So like, I want to be the guy who's like, I'm kind of Christian. I'm white. I'm straight, but like, I love you. We're good. And like, mm-hmm. we should be friends and I want to get to know you. And, and um, there's so much, you know, I see it in my friends and in people at the bar or wherever of just fear of, of um, I mean, and where I live too, being gay and stuff like that is still used as an insult. Right. Oh my gosh. Like grow up. We're thought we were decades past this living in Seattle. It, mm-hmm. it appeared to be decades past it, but I don't know. That, that's a long answer. Jump in with any questions, but that's yeah. how it kind of exploded out and like, I just, I, I think it I mean, does kind of have a children's song sound to it. Hey, buddy. Hey, mm-hmm. sweetie. I'm like, because these issues start at childhood. Mm-hmm. And as I was, as I was listening to it, like that's the part of me that was getting loved on, if you will, mm-hmm. and in the most like non. That's not in a weird way though. Like some people, it's like, yeah, yeah. And like growing up when I was uh, in evangelicalism, when they needed to give you a correction, it was like I need to love on you a little bit, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I really did like what I hear now in those words is like it really doesn't matter like when and i think you said like they don't really need my perspective i don't need to like be in here but i would also like push back just a little bit to say like Mm -hmm. something we don't recognize a lot is that the people who have the the most power to make uh these changes among society are the people with privilege people who are white cis gay men who right. are healthy in their masculinity, who are secure in who they are, being able to express that to their straight, uh, their other straight right. bros. Like, cause like someone like me with lip gloss, nails, literal rhinestone sleeves. <laughs> Which I like, love. <laughs> and there's also rhinestones around like the hips. So it's like a belt. No, It's uh, so, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll show you, I'll give you a peek later. It's the gayest shirt I own. Cool. Um, <laughs> But, like, I can't get in front of a lot of people. And so being yeah. that you have that power and ability, like, it's kind right. of a superpower in a lot of ways. Yeah. I I, I hear you. And that, that actually makes sense. And, I, and, and, too, like, I think what I was saying, too, is, like, that's the insecurity when you're getting ready mm. for them. Ultimately, I'm like, yeah, like, I need to speak up. And, like, you know, it's not my job. Because then you get into the, like, white male savior complex, too. Of course. Like, I got to all these people and I know and like um, it's finding that balance it's like yeah right. I do know it's better to think of these things and these these bros need to learn from me and like like wise up but um, also just knowing full well that it was never like one moment where everything changed for me it was years of wanting to see more clearly and if somebody's not ready to want to see can't show them you better say that right there if someone is not ready to see if someone yeah. is not ready to you know get into their privilege and figure out what it's really about or even like figure out like like you said a lot of people will rage against the system without actually seeing their complicity and that's like sure a, and and that's just that ends up usually just blaming one part of the system and excusing their own part mm-hmm. instead of the whole thing as broken and mm-hmm. like need of healing from the top to the bottom it's like 
you hear the you know all my friends who work at restaurants and stuff a lot of money is blame rich people I was uh, you know if they did it, if they did it, if they did it and if I was rich I would donate all my money or whatever it's like well, how much do you do now you know it's always just um, our willingness to blame somebody else and mm-hmm. uh, yeah I mean that's that's sort of my music from. I mean I'm trying to get better at also writing songs that are just fun and like entertaining you know so I can keep getting an audience but um I love this tune. I really, it's mm-hmm. just fun when they, and uh, even sonically too, we just like, some of them you take two years and you like hate the way it sounds. And mm-hmm. For some reason this one, just everything we now worked. My roommate plays pedal steel. That's where that country vibe comes yes. from. Um, it's just glued together really fast and it feels perfect. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm, just, I'm really pleased to be a part of it. And I can't wait. Honestly, I, I listened a little bit to the other songs, but I, I never listen to music. I'm just kind of in my own little world. So I can't wait to hear the whole thing in context. And like, oh, man. Like, I'll uh, I'll send you the SoundCloud link if you remind yeah. me. Oh, uh, that would be great. Because I think I only had one that you had to, like, download it and stuff. Yeah. Well, I need that one. You can send me the download link because I okay. need those and they haven't sent me the files. Okay. I'll see if I Yeah, we're calling you out on the air, everybody. Cool. Yeah, just yeah. kidding but by the time like but by the time these podcasts come out like all things will be resolved anyways we'll but be released okay yeah cool. it's um it's it's been just a joy to connect with other people and yeah uh to really like shine a light i think for me because growing up as like you know a budding queer youth who did not have right. any sort of representation or any sort of space to be myself i was constantly thinking i was broken i was the problem and so like to hear a song that says uh you know gay or straight black or white you know rich or poor cis or trans that explicit naming like brought me to tears because i had i have people in my life who do not want to be my friend because i came out and I have people who called me family, people who like, we, you know, we were at church, we did life together. And uh, now nothing. You know, wow. they, they don't want to be my friend, even though we invested, we did life together. Years, right? Years yeah. and years and years and years and years. And so it's amazing to me that a total stranger on the internet can write a song and love me better than people yeah. who, said, who claim to be my family. Right. I mean, that to me is, a, that's a miracle in the best way yeah yeah wow i'm sorry to hear that and like yeah I, I, i'm 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 so excited mm-hmm. i imagine how much healing it has the potential to do and just just that it's collaborative like you can go out on your own and try to wave your flag but to say hey here's 10 artists that all mm-hmm. have different backgrounds different it's almost like you can't blow a hole in it as easily it's like well, no, yes. they agree, and they agree, and they agree, and here's this kind of song, and this yeah. kind of song. I'm like, no, you're loved. Like, accept it. And if that's not the message you're getting somewhere else, like, turn that off, you know? One, turn it off. <laughs> if uh, any queer youth who are listening to this, or any just person in general, if a message out there is not giving you love, not preaching yeah. love, turn it off. That's true for everybody. Right? Yes. It's like, I'm... I'm, I'm I was saying about my computer too. Like I barely have a computer that works. I've got a flip phone. I'm kind of like off the internet these days. And good for you. My self-esteem, and, and I, I got to come back soon. So I got to go back to work, figure out how to make a living off music. And so I'm working at a coffee shop right now, and I'm just like, oh. Listen, worst things have happened. There ain't nothing wrong with paying your bills. That's what my mom always told me. No, no, that's that's life. But um, ah, oh, just turning off the news and 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 just 
being with yourself for mm-hmm. a couple months, you know, I feel like we all just need it after what we've been through lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kinds? Well, if you don't mind me asking, so you come yeah. from Christian world like I do. Um, what kinds of spiritual practices, or do you have any spiritual practices that you're keeping lately yeah. that are giving you life? Uh, I'm so playful with it these days because I. So like uh, after Christianity, um, Rumi was the first poem mm. any get into about God, and it was just like, oh, this is. I, I was always raised to fear Islam and like right. Muslims are the absolute. They're the devil and I hate America. It's not. It comes from the same source. I'm like, now looking back, yes. like, that is so absurd. That it's, um, so, yeah, I mean, varies for me. Like, uh, like um, I'd say I like to meditate, but also I'm kind of, I, I sit there for five minutes and then I'm like, oh, that was good. But, um, like, mm-hmm. running is really big. That's, like, a big alone time thing. Just, um, so much, I think, of the shame from Christianity is in the body. Which is yes. like falling back in love with movement and play and just like mm-hmm. kind of doing that has been really big for me. Um, you can plant medicine, um, plant medicine comes from earth, um, CBD, like whatever mm-hmm. it is, just, um, just the, realizing that like what Christianity is talking about and what, what it divides you into, like you have a soul inside you and a body and the body is bad mm-hmm. and it's wicked and your soul is what's going to go to heaven. Like, I just read straight through that now and it's all one thing. So like mm-hmm. the body, the soul practice can be anything. Like it can be getting a bag of Cheetos from the gas station because it helps me heal my childhood. It's, it's, it's not feeling that sense of separation and trying to avoid mm. it. So, Whoa. It's not feeling the separate, the feeling of separation or trying to avoid it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like if you, when I, cause I, I, I literally rescheduled this because I was just like, had a oh. going on this week and had a huge wave of depression. And like, it's it's tricky. You think, oh, like I'll go meditate, or I'll go run, and that'll, mm-hmm. then it makes it, it's like a game, you know? You gotta yeah. find, what do I need today? Is it, what do I need is it right now? Or action? Is it to clean my room or to let it just explode and like writhe in my misery for a few hours? Like, it, it's, and that's why I use the word because it's I think we, we we leave Christianity tend to find some new practice and take mm-hmm. it okay, very like seriously yoga, like I, if I don't do yoga four times a week then like I'm not good I'm not a good yogi I'm not a good person I relax like I'm good most of the time everything's fine like mm-hmm. if I feel uncomfortable whatever it'll pass like the more I can just relax and and playfully short mm-hmm. like make my life something that I want to live, you know, and, and yes. know myself, know what I need and what I want and what I want to do. And so that's when it comes back to the album, thinking about growing up outside of like what is deemed normal and trying to learn how to love yourself, but you're not even allowed to acknowledge this stuff. And that's where it, it, it just is really heartbreaking to me. And um, yeah, that's the, the, the spiritual practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, love I feel, God and do whatever you want. Love, love God and do with Thy will. Come on, Augustine. Yeah, yeah. Because like, if you get the love part right, like, it's yeah. very simple. That's yeah. what I think a lot of people don't recognize is that like, it's deceptively simple. Like, it really is. Like, mm-hmm. I think my practices post Christianity it has been more. It's not about gathering new tools, but about stripping away all the things that were not connecting me to God, that were not connecting right. me to my soul. 
um, and not, you know, getting me in my body. The thing I discovered right. over pan pandemonia was, uh, was actually like how much I needed movement and yoga. Mm. So like specifically, like I practice yoga every single day now because I Beautiful. need it. Not right. because like it makes me holy or good. Like I tell people like, I don't meditate for 22 minutes at the beginning of the day because I'm holy. I do it because right. I'm stressed the fuck out all the time. And if I don't right. set myself up for success, I will right. be a mess. Right. right. And that's why we do these things. It's not because, you know, God's pleased or not pleased. It's so that I can remind myself that I am God, that I am yes. peace, that I, I am, am love. Like, yes, yes, yes. It's the same thing with, with to circle the artist way. Like, Mm -hmm. The whole thing they want you to do is write for three pages in the morning. And I'm like, they were trying to get me to do that at church the whole time. And I resisted the hell out of it because I didn't want to have to do it. And mm -hmm. now that I just see, like, I miss a day and I am affected. Now that I mm -hmm. see the correlation, I want to do it. It's Hello. Like, so it's, fear is a bad move. It just is. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. Shame always compounds the behavior you want to change. It makes yes. it harder to stop. And if you just, like, accept it whatever this is what i do i i mm -hmm. and then and you tend to just slowly stop doing it yeah it that is truly how i because there was a lot of shame in my body around just moving into because i grew up pretty a pretty husky kid and not athletic yeah. and gay yeah and so, well, uh, yeah <laughs> the, you know the husky part i got you yeah did you grow up gay too i'm just kidding yeah, oh god um, but like the shame in the body, I think, especially, I think there's just something around like uh, Christian and former Christian people who are socialized to be men is yeah. even on the other side of it. I know so many straight cis men who still struggle with shame around body, shame around sexual right. desire, uh, and shame around, you know, I'm mixed, you know, the world said, I have to be a man. I have to do this. Right. I have to treat women this way. And now like, uh, there's also just it's a whole different brand of purity culture but just like it just goes to show you that bad theology across the board affects everyone it's I not your impression for that it kills people it, it, it's, mm -hmm. it's i mean that's the thing it's it's religion is it is so powerful it's what you believe about this so if, it, if your beliefs are just off or or hampered with or darkened by something Mm -hmm. It affects every avenue of your life. Yeah. It's so, yeah. I mean. And I, I think that's what, like, this, like, what you pointed out to, like, just like, yeah, bad theology, the belief that anything could separate us from love, from God, is the thing that is killing people, is the thing that's holding people back from living a full life. And that's why I think, A, like, places like Beloved Arise are so important for a queer youth who are incredibly under-resourced the world over. Right. That's why this album is important because, I mean, I will I've said this every interview so far, but like, what, what would it have been like for any of us to have a project like this exist when we were 15, right. 16, or like 13, 14? Like, cause like these kids in the, in Beloved Arise are, they're youths. They are teens. Yeah. Yeah. And them having adult humans and create art, create resources, create space for them to just right. be fully loved, that's not normal. No. That is new. And it needs to become normal. But, yeah. like, that's what we're contributing here. And it's so amazing to me. It wasn't even really my experience in the church 
as a cis person. Like, it, that's the thing, too, is I just love seeing the church, like, realizing these things and, like, just changing, you know? Like, it just, it was about capitalism. It was more mm-hmm. about social status and, and, and all of these things to build you into some honor student instead of, like, acknowledging that you teenage years, your 20s, like, I'm still smack in the middle of it. That's kind of mm. what I'm over 26, and I'm just like, I'm the kid that is growing up big time. Like, I don't, um, and maybe a lot of that probably delayed because, like, I was in these church yes. organizations that were just suppressing it instead of, like, actually, here's how you grow up, here's how you treat women, here's how you, like, be a friend. Come on. They never were doing that, you know? Right. So, like, I, you know, I, I leave it, and then I just... I'm clueless. Like, I, I'm clueless. Yeah. yeah. We are all out here kind of scraping it together for the first time, and it is right. scary. And what is so wonderful, though, at the same time, is that because, I mean, like, this is what somebody told me was like, when I was, it was like when I saw a coming out video on YouTube for the first time. I remember when I saw it, and I remember where I was, and I remember saying, I have to do this. I see how happy it makes her. Wow. I have to do this. And that you said you were in middle school? No, I wasn't. I was a twenty-four-year-old missionary. Oh, 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 oh sorry. Just... No, no, no. But when I was in middle school, like it wasn't ain't nothing. I was closeted. I was in XK therapy. I was in XK therapy as a young teen. Like, girl, let me tell you what horror stories. That's an, another reason again why I am so passionate about yeah. creating projects like this is because. Yeah. Like, I wanted to kill myself, and I almost did. And yeah. we both know people who have been told a lie and need a better... We need a better word. Mm. And that's what we're here for. Prophets of tomorrow, baby! Yeah, yeah. If you were to... Um, if, someone, if some queer youth out there was to listen to your song, you know, what do you want them to walk away with from that song? Hmm. Oh, this song just feels like a big hug to me. You know, I, I hope that, and I met like a. Sorry to all the fellow artists. I haven't delved into all their contributions. Oh, shit. Sure, sure. You're fine. I'm sure all artists. It's, I like that one too, wrapped up in our own. Not in a bad way. Always so. But I'm working on it. I'm really inputting much. But um, that's to say, like, I have to imagine a lot of the songs are probably heavy too and, and really do dive deeper into the, the trauma of it or the stress of it. Um, Unless they're all just uplifting, which is also good, but even uplifting songs sometimes, I guess, really, you know, um, mm-hmm. you said like you're crying listening to it, and I have to imagine that's if it's if the album's medicine, it's therapeutic, then it's gonna hurt too. You know, like it's gonna sting as it heals, mm-hmm. and so I hope my at team least on the onset, I'll say. Yeah, of course, and then it becomes you know a, a, a thing that you actually. Fun, but I, yeah, I just hope mine is like um, a little nudge from the people that are probably so often the ones actually causing. And I'm not trying to categorize. Like, if I represent like um, the, the people group that are so often the problem or, or so often this hatred, I'm just proud to be like somebody who has gotten far from it, and I didn't have to go through all those same experiences to be able to. Empathize. Wow, like mm-hmm. we're we're good, we're friends. Like, I have no problem with it. not a slight. I don't want to talk about 
the Old Testament verse that might mention I, I, mm-hmm. no, none of that. It's good. Like we're a hundred percent on the same plane and love. Yes. All of that other stuff is bullshit. Amen and amen. Mm. Like it is. Listen, real. I, it's not. It's not what the book is saying. You know. Yes. Uh, so. Listen, you better. He, he, listen, he didn't come to preach, but then he did, y'all. Come on. <laughs> you got me all fired up. I don't get to talk about this stuff very often. That's my favorite. Believe it or not. <laughs> well, uh, anytime, anytime you want to roll around and talk about faith shit, I would love to have you. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, I feel like we can talk for hours. <laughs> likely. Um, I uh, I appreciate you so much taking this time. Yeah. Thank you for contributing to this yeah. album. Please tell humans on the internet where they can connect with you and your work and et cetera, et cetera. Sure. Um, I mean, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever. I've, I've, like I said, I've been kind of a ghost lately on uh, the interwebs, but I think I've still got a website. I, I have a Patreon. I that's that's really like my goal in life is to not even be on any of the social medias, but just have a, a happy little Patreon where everybody can mm-hmm. read what I Listen, yeah. as somebody who is currently paying his, his mortgage with Patreon, is no possible. Kidding. It is possible, but that's a conversation for another time. Thank you for that. Thank you, everyone who is listening now uh, on the live stream on YouTube or later on the podcast later. Thank you so much for joining uh, me and Corey. My name is Kevin Garcia. Please go download, pre-save, yes. uh, and stream Serenade on all platforms, including Apple Music, including Spotify, and also, by the way, to go to Apple Music and just buy it because. Uh, all proceeds from this album, both the streams and uh, the purchases, are going directly to Beloved Arise to help create new spaces for queer people of faith. I think that's it, right? Oh, well done. Yeah! That was my conversation with Corey Kilgannon, and I just want to say I have just been so humbled and blown away by all the incredible artists and humans who have made this album possible, the work that went into it, the care that went into it. So if you haven't been listening all Pride Month long, what are you doing? Go over Spotify right now, listen to it. You're going to love it. Once again, if you're available on Wednesday night, we are doing a live stream show on all of my platforms. Uh, So please come hang out with us for the Beloved Arise live stream show over on YouTube and on Facebook. There's no RSD required. It is free, 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 and we will see you on there. Um, Thank you again to Beloved Arise for sponsoring this month worth of podcasts and making uh, this collaboration possible. It's been so phenomenal to work with you, and I cannot wait for the show this Wednesday. Um, So thank you to everybody listening. Go stream the album. See you on Wednesday night. And until next time, take your meds, call your person, uh, shake your ass a little bit, drink some water, eat something delicious, and tell yourself that you love yourself because you do. Right? Right. Okay, cool. Uh, Stay tuned for a little, little musical treat from Corey Kilgannon from the album. And I'll see you on Wednesday. Bye, y'all. Quit your crying, boys, gotta learn to be tough.
But there's something I don't understand Like why would we teach our children To be afraid of themselves Why can't we just love one another And give everyone who needs it help Gay or straight, black or white It doesn't matter, I want you here tonight Rich or poor, sister trans It doesn't make a difference, I wanna be your friend I wanna be your friend Hey sweetie, what do you wanna do with your one life? So much more than someone's wife And besides, who should get to say which love is lawful Why do we teach our children To be afraid of their desires Why can't we just hold one another And leave our troubled past behind Gay or straight, black or white doesn't matter, I want you here tonight Rich or poor, sister trans It doesn't make a difference, I wanna be your friends I wanna be your friends I wanna be your gay or straight, black or white It doesn't matter, I want you here tonight Rich or poor, sister trans doesn't make a difference, I wanna be your friends 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 I wanna be your friends